Hey, what's up, everybody? Brandon Woodruff here. Uh, welcome to the Pastors Getting Fit podcast. Uh, on this episode, I interviewed Troy Walker, and we dug into the topic of flexibility and mobility. So this one's a good one. Excited for it. Um, three things really quickly. Number one, uh, the Pastors Getting Fit Facebook page, same title as the podcast. Uh, if you search that in your Facebook search bar um, and request to join, you will find there a group of other pastors pursuing their fitness goals. Um, just for some extra accountability, a place to ask questions and things like that, to share what's working for you. Um, That group is doing well, and it would be uh, exciting to have you there. Um, Number two, uh, if you are enjoying and or getting any value from this podcast, hopefully both, but even if it's one or the other, uh, if you would not mind sharing it with someone you know uh, and or reviewing it uh, wherever you listen to your podcast just to help it get some more exposure, that would be awesome. It's doing well. I would love for it to do even better. Uh, And number three, I'm an online fitness coach. Uh, So if you are getting to a place now or ever where you're just feeling stuck uh, and in making progress toward your fitness goals, if you're having trouble getting started at all, if you're already started but just kind of feel like you're flailing and are not sure what you're doing, whatever the case may be, uh, just shoot me a text, 251-635-8055. We'll set up a time to to chat, um, and all we'll do on that call is just go through some things, find out um, if we'd be a good fit to work together. Uh, If not, I would be happy to point you in the right direction help you kind of dispel some myths and focus on on the right things in your fitness journey, even if I don't wind up uh, formally coaching you. So anyway, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Let me know what you think. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Pastors Getting Fit podcast. I am here with Troy Walker today, and we are going to talk about flexibility um, and its role in your fitness routine. Uh, first, I'm going to turn it over to Troy and let him kind of introduce himself and just just share a little bit about who he is. So go go ahead, man. Hey, so I, as uh, Brandon said, I'm Troy Walker. I uh, live, my wife and I live in Orem, Utah, which is about 15 minutes from BYU, Brigham Young University. Um, I graduated in 2017 with my bachelor's from Southwestern Baptist Seminary. And then we moved down here to uh, help pastor a church plant. I'm uh, one of two elders. Um, my wife and I have been married just shy of three years. Um, and uh, we're just enjoying pastoring and, you know, living life and all the craziness that that brings. Um, yeah. All the, un- you know, unpredictable things. Um, yeah. 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 So That's cool, man. And I know we were talking a little bit before uh, we got on here just about kind of how unique it is to be uh a, not only pastoring, but a Christian in, in the, the part of the country where you are. So that's, you know, yeah. that's pretty cool. Now, why, why would you, um, so obviously we're, we're talking about uh, the topic of flexibility. Why, uh, and I think uh, most people know this at this point, but what I kind of do is I'll ask, you know, when somebody's interested or I reach out to them, um, we kind of establish more, beforehand what our topic's going to be. And uh, obviously I just kind of want it to be, whatever uh, the person I'm interviewing is passionate about and wants to discuss and kind of highlight. And that's what you chose is the flexibility mobility issue. So uh, can you just tell us why that's, why that's important, why that's something you'd want to discuss? Yeah, for sure. So I think the best way to kind of frame that question is by walking you through my fitness journey. Yeah. Um, So I uh, started out in martial arts when I was 13. Um, And so I do Taekwondo. I'm a third degree black belt. I'm actually testing for my fourth in December. Man. Wow. Um, Congrats. So, Thanks. Um, so the, the first school I was at, it's where I first started teaching and instructing, um, was, it was a great school as far as the people that were there, um, generally speaking. But um, if, you've, if you've ever been around martial arts and you're, you're 
familiar with the fitness industry at all. You know, it's not like other industry, you know, other aspects of the fitness industry and that people don't know anything about physiology or anything like that. So there's very much so this uh, sense of, or this environment of if you're sick or if you're injured, you train anyway, you just push through it. You know, I remember going into work puking and it's just like, you got to sweat it out. Um, or you go and you get injured and what's the best way to recover from an injury? You keep doing whatever that injures you until you can, you know, complete it. Right. Yeah. Um, and so as a result of that environment, my, uh, my ankles are, are pretty messed up. I've sprained both of them multiple times. Um, yeah. you know, to the, to the point of blacking out cause I keep trying to do whatever wow. I heard it on, Man. um, cause you just can't quit, which again, if you've been around fitness at all, that's mm-hmm. a common mentality, but that's also a really dangerous yeah. one. Yep. Um, so there, uh, after I went to, from, uh, from that school where I went to, or, you know, San Antonio, Texas to, um, go to Southwestern in, uh, Fort Worth, Texas, I went to another school and that instructor started to, uh, introduce like, Hey, you don't have to kill yourself Yeah. Um, <laughs> to me. Um, but what really prompted, uh, my, my interest in mobility and flexibility and, you know, really another good keyword, and I know it's a kind of a buzzword right now, but is longevity in mm-hmm. fitness. Yeah. Um, was, I just started to see how, you know, especially with my right, my right side, my right leg, you know, my right ankle is probably my, definitely my worst one. And yeah. it's kind of crept up to my knee and now it's affecting my hip. Um, and, you know, as, as an instructor, as, as, co- as a coach um, in that regard, I don't want people to have to go through what I went through um, and have to walk yeah. through you know, um, it's not a debilitating illness or injury at all, but it's something that I wake up and my knee hurts or I wake up and my hip hurts or I can't yeah. go as hard um, because I'm trying to recover from something that's gone wrong and um, it really hinders, you know, training and staying fit. Um, and so I really see it as a, a an important aspect of the fitness industry uh, because, you know, no matter what you're doing, whether it's running or uh strength training or martial arts or whatever or any sort of athletics it doesn't have to kill your body yeah you know if you're obviously if you're a professional athlete your paycheck's dependent upon it and you're not you know your lifespan in that sport isn't long but yeah yeah generally speaking you know for for the average person especially for someone like a pastor or someone in ministry if you're killing your body you don't know where that how it's going to limit you later on you don't know you don't want to be laid up or you know, or have to preach from a chair for a while because you yeah. blew your knee out just being stupid, or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I see it as a really important thing for, you know, any anybody who's just wanting to stay healthy and stay fit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So essentially, you were you were just continuing to do. You know, for you it was martial arts, but you were just continuing to do the things um, that may cause the pain, cause the actual injury. Um, despite the injury and you weren't really working. So, so the reason you would say the flexibility and mobility piece is important is because that's something that you weren't really working in. Uh, it was just kind of a, an afterthought and, and you feel that you could have uh, potentially, you know, put all, at least delayed, if not completely, um, you know, prevented the injuries had you, had you taken care of that piece. Yeah, absolutely. Cause yeah. flexing or flexibility is, is preventative. Yeah. Um, and yep. so if, if you can, if you can stay limber, no matter what you're doing, even if it's, you know, resistance training, lifting weights, like yeah. you can prevent injuries. You can prevent um, whether they're, you know, tearing yeah. something, whether it's just twisting, you know, mm-hmm. um, twisting wrong. And so it's a huge, and you know, I think it's a really big key to being able to continue to stay in shape. 
Yep, absolutely. So can you share kind of what you do now um, when it comes to your, like your flexibility, uh, mobility routine? And before we kind of go on just to, just to kind of define it for everybody here, um, when we're talking about flexibility, we're just kind of talking about like the range of motion that your joints go through, you know? So like, you know, if we're talking about, you know, if we're talking about your shoulders, I mean, think about the, the natural range of motion that you can take your shoulders all the way out in front of you, all the way above you, behind you, you know? So like that's, as you take, I don't know why I'm motioning this here, like they're going to see this, <laughs> but you know, I think that, I think that uh, it's important to make sure that people understand what it actually means. So like it's, sure. it's that, you know, it's that range of motion that your joints can go through. And then it's also kind of the flexibility of the muscles itself, which can further increase that range of motion, you know? So if you, if you have, yeah. Um, if you have, if that muscle is flexible, um, then you can, you can, you can have a little bit wider, uh, range of motion as well. So, so that's what he's talking about. I mean, if you can picture this, you know, if you don't have a lot of flexibility, um, in a joint, um, things are going to, injury is, is, is more, you're more prone to injury. It's more likely versus if you are, you know, if you, versus if you, if you are more limber and you are more flexible, um, it's not so much the case. And so, uh, tell us a little bit about what your, what your routine looks like now. Yeah, so no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm teaching a class to other people or if it's just for me, um, you know, my personal training, uh, what I'll usually do is a three to five minute work, uh, warm up just to try and prime the muscles, um, get the blood yeah. flowing a little bit, yeah. um, keep it really light. You don't want to do anything too strenuous, you know, yep. uh, some jumping jacks, jogging, maybe some punch jumps, which is just little short hops um, mm-hmm. to work out the calves and prime them. Yeah. And then I have, uh, I do a three to five minute dynamic uh stretching before three to five minutes of dynamic stretching beforehand which if you don't know the difference between dynamic and static stretching dynamic is any stretching that involves moving the muscle or body part while you're stretching it yeah so like let's take uh let's take your legs your lower body um it can be as opposed to say doing splits right those hurt Mm. yeah so (laughs) the, the dynamic version of that is uh trying to keep your legs straight and just swinging it up start maybe low less than your waist level and then moving it up to waist level and every time you swing it up try and get a little bit higher yeah um, and there's been uh, some research and some studies that have come out that show that dynamic stretching at the beginning of a workout is more effective than static stretching and it's yeah. also you're less uh you run less risk of injuring yourself yeah um and then at the end of my workout i'll do three to five minutes of static stretching which gotcha. is again where you just hold a position yep um and uh Static stretching is better at the end of a workout because your your body's all warmed up, your blood's flowing, your muscles aren't as tense, and yeah. so you can really push your body there and really see uh, seek improvement um, with your flexibility after your workout as opposed to before your workout. Definitely. Um, and I try and run through fifteen to thirty seconds of each stretch, yeah, uh, whether it's dynamic or static, um, because uh, you know other studies have shown anything over 30 seconds you don't see any noticeable improvement yeah so you know why why cool. waste time you absolutely know, especially if you're a bivocational pastor yeah you have a lot of time to work out so. exactly exactly yeah man and I, I love that and so that's you know <clears throat> keep in mind uh as he says that I mean these that what he just said you know his routine is specific to to martial arts right I mean that's kind of how you're warming up for your for your martial arts I, what's the best term yeah. to call that like your session? I don't know. What would you say? Like a uh, class maybe? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that is true, but I also think generally speaking, just mm-hmm. for longevity of training and just for, you know, taking care of yourself, I don't think anything I do generally speaking is 
is anything that is detrimental to to anybody because i mean right. we you you as a coach i'm sure you've seen this right mm -hmm. you've got people and these aren't big numbers at all who can you know deadlift 150 they can squat we'll say even 100 pounds yep they go to throw a you know a 50 pound bag of dog food over their shoulder and they hurt their back yeah or you're, you're yeah. driving down the highway and you reach behind you and i'm demonstrating this but again mm -hmm. no one can see, yeah <laughs> you know to, to grab yeah. something behind you in the back seat and yep. you tweak your back and so yeah so even though these stretches maybe you know in a martial arts context stretching you know every part you know or most of your body most of the major muscle groups in your body they're just yeah. good for everyday yeah you know range of motions yeah um and yeah yeah and yep. uh even if you're uh in resistance training and um i can send you the article if you want to read it yeah. but they there's uh you know measured increase in um your one rep max if you are more flexible yeah the more flexible oh, yeah. you are absolutely true um there's significance more significantly more um strength improvement as well mm -hmm. yeah yeah and that's <clears throat> i mean and that is you know due to the fact just like what we were saying earlier i mean you have the ability to to take that muscle through its entire through that joint rather through its entire range of motion and i, I think I, exactly what you're saying is true i mean flexibility it's it's important for everybody. Uh, now you do have some people who are way more flexible naturally than other people. And those types of people yep. may, they may require less of, of that because they already have it built in. You know, I, I personally am, I'm not one of those people. Like I definitely need some of it. Now in certain parts of certain areas, for instance, my squat, um, I don't need a ton of additional um, mobility and flexibility because once you get to a point of, you know, where you can, you can, you can warm up properly, and then you can squat uh, the weight. And if you can already squat to depth, there may or may not be a lot of reason to do a lot of additional stretching, you know, in that region, because you've already got a decent amount of flexibility. I personally do still like to do it at the end of the workout. And so, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, that, that's something that I would say. And it, again, it, it all depends on what you're doing. You know, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't know where to begin uh, when it came to like martial arts. If somebody came to me uh, for coaching, um, and they wanted, you know, now I'll coach anybody who wants to, who wants to get stronger, who wants to lose some body fat, wants to gain some muscle. Um, I'll coach anybody like that, unless they have been told by a doctor not to, uh, not to go through certain things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, sure. um, if somebody came to me and wanted to, you know, specifically do, uh, specifically, uh, do like martial arts training, of course, I'm going to refer them out because I don't know anything about that. Uh, you know, I, I can get them stronger and I can guarantee that that's going to help with it, as I'm sure you would testify. Yeah. But, um, you know, I just think that I think that with with the flexibility, it's such a key thing, especially especially for people who are just two two groups of people i would say are more most prone to like neglect the flexibility piece uh one of them is who you've already covered you know athletes of pretty much any 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 discipline you know whether it's martial arts whether it's it's strength training whether it's a sport uh you know a different sport or whatever you know it's just it's the focus is on intensity and things like that and you want to push yourself um you know with weightlifting like you said you don't want to most people don't want to spend their time doing the stretching you know they want to spend their time like you know doing adding weight to the bar gaining muscle yeah. losing fat stuff like that um but you know the stretching it, it really is man it's a it's a key piece of it uh and even more so for some people than others and i think uh i think that that's that's really awesome that you've already gotten that word then um so let me ask you this so you were saying like when, when it comes to like when you stretch so for martial arts and in, in, in particular um you stretch you do the dynamic stretching only before you actually get into the class is that is that kind of what you were saying yeah absolutely okay. and i do the same for my uh resistance training my strength gotcha. training routine mm -hmm. as well um, yeah it just yeah 
So I do the dynamic beforehand as well. Cool. Yeah. All right. And then, and so what I will, what I will share with that, and, and you mentioned warmups. So for warmups, and this is just slightly off topic because a warmup is a little different from, from the flexibility per se, but um, I what that. I'll usually, yeah, I mean, what I'll usually do personally and what I have clients do is we'll come in, let's say that we're going to start off with, let's say, you know, a basic routine that I'll have somebody um, go through when they have not done any weightlifting or it's been years, it's, it's been since high school or whatever, and they're 40 now or something, you know, we're going to, we're going to come in and we're going to get really strong on like the few main lifts, you know, that's what we're going to do first. Cause that's where you're going to get the most muscle mass and strength and yep. improve metabolism, all that kind of stuff. So for instance, if somebody comes in and we're going to do three lifts that day, we're going to do like a squat, a bench press and a deadlift. What we're going to do first, I'm not going to have them run around the block. I'm not going to have them. I don't even have them stretch up front. What we do first is we start with just the barbell um, to do the squat. So we'll go through, I'll have them do squats with just the bar and we'll go through that range of motion and we'll, I'll make sure, okay, they're getting deep enough. This, and obviously more, more issues are going to pop up as you load weight because there's a lot more resistance going against you. But um, right. we try to get the, the basic movement down first. So we, I watch them and I, I make the corrections so that as we load the movement, they're able to have that in their mind already. And of course, things are, are still going to happen that we have to fix. But for, for instance, like the warm up for the squat for me is the squat because you're literally warming up those same muscles that we're about yeah. to go heavy on with we're warming up the exact same muscles, um, you know, just at a lighter weight at, at a, a manageable weight for you so that we can fix anything. And so if depth is an issue, we're going to work to, to get lower into that. And what I find for instance, with the squat is most people, they have the flexibility to get to depth on the squat. Not all people, but most of them, it's a mental thing. And so we need to help them to get to that. And it might mean, might mean putting a, you know, a box or a stool or something that where I want them to touch, you know, and right. they, if they can't do it though, then we, I realize this person has some serious flexibility issues and we, we yeah. get serious about the stretching, but the stretching I will usually put at the end of the exercise, into the workout session, um, just especially the stat, any static stretching, but um, just because I want them to, I want their muscles to be tight for the workout and then limber out at the end, you know? And so that's kind of how I typically do it. Um, but dynamic stretching, like you just said, I don't have nearly as much of a problem doing it at the beginning of the workout as, as the static stretching. I think that's actually for dangerous sure. to do the static stretching. Um, yeah. Cool. So yeah, I a percent agree. Well, and you know, I think there's an element too of if you've got something that works for you, yeah. you know, and you're seeing, you're still seeing improvement, you're not hurting yourself. There's no yeah. need to change it, you know. Um, yeah. I was listening. Oh, I can't remember who I was listening to. I know Andy Galpin, Dr. Andy Galpin, who mm. trains MMA fighters. He works out of, uh, works for University of California, Berkeley, I think. Yeah. Um, but I know he was talking about um, how if you've got, say, a basketball player who wants to, you know, who's got a, a fantastic vertical already. Yeah. But their their flexibility is nothing. Well, you can actually damage their vertical by trying to make them more yeah. lever because mm -hmm. their body is just so used to how yeah. they, you know how to move. Yeah. Um, and so if you got something that's working for you and your clients, I don't think there's any need to, you know, to, to really throw a wrench in that. Um, you know, and same for any listeners. You know, if you've got something that's working for you, but again, the main thing is we want to make sure that we're not injuring ourselves and hurting ourselves because then you have to take you know sometimes six weeks, eight weeks off. Yep. And lose everything you work hard for. Yeah, 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 um, and yeah, yeah. And I think you know, 
Uh, I'll just, you know, for me personally, um, I was sharing this uh, with you a little bit, Troy, just before, but I mean, for, before we did this, but for me, um, you know, I've been, um, I mean, I'm not going to go through my whole fitness journey because that's a solid like 12, 13 year deal here. I'm 31 now. And I mean, I probably started, I started getting into like fitness and working out when I was like 16 or something like that, you know, and all I did was biceps and abs, you know, or something at that time. Yeah. And, and I mean, and I wasn't even doing those well, you know, and, and over time I just kind of, I went through some phases, you know, I did the first, just, it was like the magazine workouts. And then it was, yep. I did yep. CrossFit for a year and a half. And then I, in the, then when I finally kind of settled on like, um, you know, the, the big compound movement routines, I did a program called strong list five by five. I did uh, starting strength and just kind of mixed around. I went around yeah. with a couple of those. Um, and now I'm, I'm more at an intermediate, um, kind of modified, uh, if anybody's familiar, it's called the, the Texas method, but it's kind of a modified version that I use for strength. But like, for me, it's always been, um, being a guy who was like 135 and lost every wrestling match and, you know, got winded, even though people thought he was in shape and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was, I'm five, I'm five, eight. Um, I was well, like five, eight and a half. And I was like 135 pounds when I got married in 2010. Um, and I'm just shy of like 190 now. And it's the same body fat percentage, which is like 14, 15%. Um, and right. so I just keep like adding, adding muscle. And that's been my, my goal has been to like add muscle, but, primary that's kind of a byproduct my biggest my biggest goal has to been to get stronger just because I see so much value in strength and so right. like the more I've done that one thing that I've neglected over the years has been the flexibility piece of it and so um you know I've always had like some element of that uh but not enough and so just recently you know I've started I've started working in some more more things particularly uh like I, I I've identified it like my shoulders are kind of a weak point for me flexible like flexibility wise so yeah you know I, I do a good bit of um I do a good bit of kind of like flexibility work on my shoulders now um you know and, and you can find a routine that works for you uh, we won't get into like the specific stretches here just because it's hard to like share them without demonstrating them you know for sure unless you have some you want to share so um that's actually a question i'll probably ask in a few minutes but um that's just kind of like for me like now that i have started working that in it just kind of it, it does more for you it helps you to even if you don't feel that you're if you feel like you're a flexible person already it can really help you to even kind of reach another level you know what i mean and, and kind of experiment yeah. with it but yeah, man. So what, um, what kind of, what, what are some, let me ask you that and you don't have to, you don't have to go into depth with them, but what would you say are some of your favorite, um, like stretches, whether they be dynamic or static, what would you say are some of the favorite, favorite things you like to include in the mobility routine? So as far as we'll start with dynamic, cause that's you yeah. know, the beginning of the workout. Mm -hmm. Um, a couple of my favorites are, well, one simply just roll your neck out, you know, mm -hmm. whether you just start, you know, start yeah. just in the air and then you can use a wall or you can use the floor if you're in a clean space um, mm -hmm. um, is, is always great. And that's just good for, you know, again, making sure you don't sleep wrong and you don't get a, you know, that crook in your neck that really yeah. hurts for the like week. Yeah. Um, then I like the Michael Phelps, if y'all know what I'm talking about, where mm -hmm. you throw your hands out as wide as you can behind you, bring yeah. it in as tight as you can around you. Yeah. Um, Cause that, you know, stretch out your back and stretch out your pecs as well. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, especially things like that, for me, it starts to, as part of my pre-workout routine so much now, that it yeah. kind of starts getting into that, that you know, go mindset, if you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that headspace of getting ready to work out. Um, and then uh, probably my other favorite dynamic stretch is kind of put my feet a little bit more than shoulder width apart. 
and you know all I do is you you move your hips around. You try and keep you move your hips as much as you can while keeping your upper body together, or you know yeah. in the same same place. And it really starts to work out uh, your your lower body uh, and your core as well. Yeah, um, you just kind of roll each direct, you know, go each direction clockwise and counterclockwise a couple times. Yeah, and um, and that, and then uh, as far as um, as far as static stretches at the end go. Pretty much anything for me, because um, again, this is where I've injured before. Is um, you know my my hip flexors and the outside of my yeah. uh, my thigh. So yeah. anything, so say butterfly stretch, where you, you kind of sit, not cross-legged, but you put your feet together and you try and pull your feet in as close as you can and push your knees down to the ground. Yeah, um, that's hands down my favorite stretch because it kind of awesome. gets to work out all that. So yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. I do a very similar one with the shoulder where I'm down, got my elbow on the ground, and I'm just kind of slowly pressing down to get the get the, the, the palm closer to the floor. That's really uh, been helpful. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I think for me, uh, it's that one. Another one that I'm a big fan of is like, um, I'll have like a stick, like a like a broomstick or a band or something not heavy. Yeah, I mean, where yeah, I'm yeah. kind of out in front of me. Uh, shoulders and kind of bringing it all the way around to the back and that has helped me for sure run, you know that's helped I, I've and over time like trying to get my hands closer on that on that um that kind of broom handle thing uh that's helpful I've, I've incorporated some bands uh you know just kind of um starting to use bands to kind of help me stretch out and help me to even do like some things you know just kind of replicate some if I, I might do something like some of the even a little bit of additional strength work, you know, between my big, uh, like heavy sessions where I'll do like the band pull aparts like that. And just kind of like, yeah, help with the chest, open the chest up and all kind of, I mean, flexibility, honestly, for me used to be something that I felt very bored with. <laughs> like I just did not feel like a good use of my time. Um, and I just felt like I'm just on the ground, like rolling around, you know, but now it's, it's like, stupid. it's, it's just, it really, it really is so, so helpful. And so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really cool. Um, yeah. So, Let's say, so when you, when you have somebody come in um, and you are, let's say that it's a new, a new person um, coming to learn Taekwondo, do you have them go through a pretty similar um, routine to what you do yourself or, or do you kind of have like a beginner kind of routine of, of stretches that you would have them do? So uh, it's the, it's the same. Um, I do the same stretches all across the board. Cool. For me, I might spend a little bit more time just working on, you know, kind of, you know flexibility issues that i have personally yeah um or if i'm working one-on-one if we you know develop a relationship with a student or a client you know maybe i'll do the same thing with them if i know that yeah. their knees bother and we'll do some you know some additional stretches for say, for, say their knee yeah. um but yeah it's the same thing across the board generally um because you know whether one person can you know is extremely flexible or they're not flexible at all you know the same yeah. for what we do the same stretches are going to apply. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're both humans. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We all move the same. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. So as you as you started to incorporate more stretching, have you seen uh, or have you felt more comfortable with some of your lifts? Like say say what you're talking about before with the bar behind you mm-hmm. reaching all the way back. Yeah. Um, or the pull aparts. Have you seen you just feel better? Like you feel like you're moving better as you go through, say, bench press. Yeah, uh, I do. So for me, where I've seen it the most would actually probably be the overhead press. Um, I yeah, just feel, yeah. I just feel like my shoulders. Um, I don't feel as tight. Like I would say, before I had a little bit more like residual shoulder pain um, after I did after I went heavy on my shoulder lifts in particular. I've never really had a lot of the issues with with my legs or even my bench press so much. 
um, the the shoulders have, have been where I've seen it so much, seen it the most, which is which kind of manifests itself the most obviously in the direct shoulder work. Um, because right, when I'm right. bench pressing, you know, my chest muscles, my triceps are, are taking a bunch of the load. Um, my shoulders are involved, but they're not so they're not so heavily involved that it's you know it throws the whole workout off. But when I'm doing like a like an overhead press or or even the side lateral raises and things like that. Um, yeah. there was more soreness and the, uh, there was more tightness and things like that there. And I would get this weird pain and particularly in my right shoulder. Um, and I would say that since I, since I kind of incorporated that, the, the shoulder mobility routine, I have not had that issue at all. So, I mean, it's, you know, I, I think just, and, and we're not talking necessarily night and day here. I mean, you're, you go from completely inflexible to just totally flexible. <laughs> it's just, you know, if you can increase that, that range of motion, of that joint by just a little bit, you know, just a 10%. It's gonna be a big, um, a big help for you. And yeah. So, yeah. It takes, it, but like you're saying, it takes time. You know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be flexible overnight. You know. Yeah. Um, and it takes, it takes weeks and months of just, you know, continually doing it. Just like you're not going to, you know, be able to to say squat your body weight. Yeah. Overnight. You know, you got to work up. Absolutely. You got to build up to yeah. it. So. Yeah. It's the same principle. For sure, man. Well, so let me ask this. So let's. Uh, we've already gotten kind of practical with kind of like talking about what we specifically do, but um, let's just say, uh, let's take it like this. So let's say that there's a person who's just now getting into fitness. Um, you know, they're just now getting into a, a routine, um, be it strength training, be it, um, be it martial arts, be it uh, that they're just doing some cardio work, whatever it is. I don't mean just as in cardio is as good as the other two. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. mean, I just say, it, you know, let's just say that, let's just say that they are just now getting into it, whatever they've, they've chosen up front. Um, how would what would you say are some practical tips uh, that you would give to somebody to help them to begin to focus on that? If there's somebody who's got a tight schedule, they're already struggling to to do what they're doing time wise with their workouts. What would be some like first steps you would give somebody like that? So um, I'd say, I mean, it, it, ideally, because stretching is only three to five minutes, you know, yeah. for the dynamic yep. part of it. So I'd say do dynamic stretches every day. You know, yeah. it's three to five minutes, you can fit that in. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like most of us, depending on who we are, but uh, wake yeah. up and spend three to five minutes on Facebook before we get yeah, to bed a lot true. of mornings. So true. So, um, which I'm very guilty of as well. Exactly. But that, you know, um, you're not static stretching. You're not doing anything like that. You just wake up, you know, do some dynamic stretches, uh, kind of go through a thing, you know, kind of through a routine. If you, uh, you know, if you don't even have that time, I'd say choose two to three. Yeah. You know, if, if your back's hurting you, choose two to three that you can go, you know, back back stretches to to kind of increase your flexibility increase yep. your mobility and try and hopefully eliminate some of that pain yeah uh, yeah absolutely yeah man i would just i would second exactly what you're saying it's you know when when most people think about a workout routine you're thinking about fitting in you know a good chunk of time and and one of the big things that i'm doing with coaching is helping people to find a workout program that's going to work for the schedule they have and the time blocks yeah. they have um, so you can fit in, you know, even the strength training and into pretty much any type of schedule. It just might have to look very different for you than somebody else. But the stretching, I mean, you can literally fit in to, to right now, like you just said. Yeah. I mean, you know, it could be while you're it could be while you're watching TV. It could be before you go to bed. Like a good thing to do is to to pick a time block um, and, and start to find a way to make it habit. I mean, at this point in life, I mean, there's so many things we've already done this with, you know, we, we brush our teeth, we like take showers, yeah. you know, things that we already invest into our health, uh, that we do on that. That's ne- second nature. You know, we, and for most of us, you know, we, we have a pretty set time, you know, that we do that, do these kinds of things. And so stretching can just kind of be another, another one of those things, you know, it, it can be like, 
um, you know, it might, and, and you, it might mean you have to set an alarm on your phone that says, you know, do stretches uh, for three minutes or something before you go to bed. Or, or like for me personally, I like to do them if I have time. I like to do them at the end of my, at the end of my workouts uh, when I'm already in, like focusing on, on, you know, yeah, yeah. On, on this. Like it's easy for me to just go ahead and transition straight from like my last set um, into a, um, into kind of a series of stretches uh, focused on what I've worked that day. Um, you know, yeah. whatever it is for you, you can, you can totally like work these things in and, and it can help you. you. Even if you're not, even if you're not in like a, like a serious active workout routine right now, uh, you can even begin working on the flexibility and the mobility now so that when you do make that a part of your life, um, you've already, that's, that's one less challenge that you have to deal with. You know what I mean? So for sure. Well, and yeah. I think too, the better you feel, the easier it is to hit the gym, to go yeah. to the gym. Yeah. You know, if you feel like crap, you're not going to want to work out that day. Very so true. if you start stretching and you start to feel feel better, um, just by three to five minutes a day, you know, three minutes a day, whatever it looks like, you know, yeah, I think it kind of starts to get you, your mentality uh, starts to change. So like, oh, okay, this is, this is three minutes a day. I can do this. Okay. I can get 20 yeah. minutes at the gym. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. 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 Cool. Do you, um curious, do you incorporate any kind of like, any kind of, of massage or even like foam rolling or anything like that into your own personal routine? So for me personally, I've found foam rolling to be more detrimental because yeah. I tend to go to foam rolling, rolling when I've already injured something. Yeah. And so it just kind of, you know, makes, uh, makes the injury worse. Yeah. Um, so I do, well, it's not foam rolling, but I'll roll out if I have a, with a partner with like my IT band, which runs from your, your hip down to your knee. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my favorite things to roll out when I do, uh, yeah. when I do that, after, especially after a leg day. Um, yeah. And then as far as massage go, I say no because I'm poor, but I'd like to. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get it, man. I'm, I feel the same. Uh, I think, um, I think that what I've seen, you know, there've been some studies, like one study in particular that's helped with, that says like foam rolling, like, the the whole doms like delayed onset muscle soreness that basically like you you do the workout and then like the next day or more commonly the day after the day you do it you know so like two days later you start to yeah. feel that soreness set in and I, I've seen a study where um you know that the foam rolling has directly helped reduce that but I think that I think honestly I think it's one of those things that kind of maybe it, it does something physiologically but I think it may be also very psychological like when you're doing it it helps it helps it helps you while you're doing it you know so, i mean it's not always a, a yeah. pleasurable experience like for instance the it band hurts man when you do it that hurts. yeah and and so like i've I, you know i'll do a foam roller um you know I've, I've done like a like a two tennis balls like on either side of the spine you know kind of thing yeah. and things like that and it does help me relieve some of the tightness and the soreness especially particularly if you have like you know a lot of pastors like you know, they're, they're at their city seated for a long period of time working on sermons or doing whatever. Um, you know, I've, I've noticed when I've seated it for a long period of time, I get a lot of, um, and I, I mean, I, I coach online, so I'm either staring at like a computer screen or my phone screen for probably like 10 hours a day collectively. And yep. I'm shocked when I look at my screen time on my phone, you know, and I feel like a failure if my screen time has decreased this week, <laughs> like from last week or something, <laughs> but like, I'll be doing that. And like, I just get this extreme tightness, you know, between my shoulder blades and this pain and, uh, you know, just doing some of the rolling stuff like that has helped with that. But I don't think it, I don't think it, it directly contributes in my personal fitness to like, you know, helping me improve, not, not anywhere on the, um, on the scale of like how the stretches do, but I think it's something that right. if it feels nice and it's you feel recovery. like it helps you, it can help. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's more yeah. recovery than preventative. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is, this is all anecdotal and you can cut this out if you want to. So I don't, no, I don't care. I know. But, uh, so when we're rolling out IT bands, you know, we'll, we'll take, it's probably about an inch, inch and a half long stick and just roll yeah. up and down three or four times. Nice. And, you know, I don't know, again, I don't know science behind the science behind this one, mm-hmm. but I'll, sometimes you'll feel like the knots that have built yeah. up from the lactic acid, mm-hmm. especially after a good leg workout, you'll feel them pop as you roll down. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, um, it's, it seems like it's doing something. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, and it, I think, it, you know, I, I think it does. I mean, usually that's what I'll do if I'm, if I'm rolling out and I feel, and I don't do it, I don't do, I don't do this even like, I, there was a time when I did it kind of regularly, I would put like some kind of like relaxing music on and just try to do it. And it kind of clashes because it's not relaxing at all. It hurts. <laughs> but like, you know, I mean, there are piece, parts where it's relaxing, like lower back feels pretty nice and things like that. Yeah. But when you get over to the, like, like you said, the IT band or, or like as I, the chest, certain things yeah. like that really are painful. <laughs> but like really when painful. I would find one of those spots where, where that, that feels really tight, you can you can almost kind of feel it release a bit there. So, I mean, that's, right. you know, it's something that to, uh, I would say it, I would say the stretching piece is something you should absolutely work in. Something yes. like this is more like if, if it fits you, you know what I mean? If you try right. it and you like it and you find a result, you know, you find you get results and you, you have some relief from pain and things like that um, as a result of it, then by all means do it. And, and a massage therapist would be obviously the, the next step. Um, if you can, you know, if that's sure. in the budget, I've, I've had it a couple of times. Like I just had a, uh, I've only, I've, I've had like, I don't know, two or three massages, in my life and they were always like the spa like kind of like nice massages don't really do anything they just feel good but i had like a legitimate um sports uh massage uh from from a guy here in town named lawrence in kansas city this guy's awesome uh and so i went uh if you're in kansas city uh look up massage in kc this guy is awesome so he did um he, he, he just beat the heck out of me, man. Like, and I, it, I felt awesome. it for a few, I felt it, it was a little soreness, but like, I definitely like clearly felt, felt, um, you know, much better. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, um, I'm, I don't want to run too long here. I mean, I feel like we've, we've given a pretty good, uh, amount of information about it. Um, but is there anything that we haven't covered yet that you would want to add kind of to the conversation on, on flexibility here? So I think the only, well, well, two things, two things. Mm-hmm. So first of all, if you've injured something, be careful stretching it out. Cause especially yeah. with stat, you know, with, with dynamic or static stretches, cause you can, you know, make an injury worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like stretching is more for preventative yeah. than anything else. Um, and then two, um, if you want to up your dynamic stretching game, um, so choose whatever, or sorry, your static stretching game, mm-hmm. um, choose whatever stretch you're going to hold, hold it for fifth, for 10 to 15 seconds tense and flex the muscles uh for about five seconds yeah and then you'll be able to go deeper for the last 10 to 15 seconds and that will up your game but you know absolutely so Uh, yeah man for sure i think um you know i'm glad you you added that about the if you're you're rehabbing an injury you know not to focus too much on the stretch is absolutely true and important and for me um you know I, i do these workout groups that i lead and so like i was sharing this before like in the um and like we'll go through it's a it's just a 30 minute workout and it's a body weight workout um yeah. uh, and so at the end of it i always save like the last five minutes to just go through some like uh, mobility and, and stretches and things like that um and what i'll have people do is for instance if we're doing like a hamstring stretch i'll have them reach down and get just like you said like keep everything tight where they are and then as we've as we've been in that for a few seconds i'll have them try to reach just a little bit further down and just to kind of you know just like exactly what you were saying and and people usually you know they find that they're able to do that you know they yeah i think that 
people sometimes just kind of, just like with anything else, they just kind of go through the motions, they, they stretch and they do the same thing, but they're not really improving their flexibility, even though they're, even though it's already consistent, it's the same thing as if somebody goes into the gym day after day, year after year, doing the same exercises at the same weight at the same repetitions. Okay. Yeah. You're keeping like a baseline of, of fitness, but you're not, you're not, I mean, and that's fine yeah, if that's what you want. But if you're like, yeah. if you're not, you know, you're not getting stronger, you're not building muscle, you're not doing any of the stuff you probably want to be there to do. Uh, and so like you know, flexibility, I think can be the same. You're just kind of, you find that same spot on your leg or, or wherever it is. And you're, you know, that's where you're stretching. And eventually you're not really even getting a stretch anymore there. Uh, so you just have to push yourself not too much. You know, you have to find the, yeah. the right spot. And then you have to just kind of go a little bit further until you can get to a place where you're, you're challenging yourself again. So cool. For sure. For sure. Man, well, Troy, I really appreciate it, man. This has been, yeah. uh, I feel like this has been really good and, and helpful um, and, and something that, um, you know, I think will help uh, a lot of people just kind of think about, realize the importance of it and then give them a few first steps to kind of work on. So, well, yeah, man, I really appreciate you really being appreciate here. It. Yeah, man, yep. thanks a lot. Yep. Hey, hey, quick reminder, uh, Pastors Getting Fit Facebook page, if you'd like a little free community there, uh, people on the journey with you, um, review this wherever you listen to podcasts and maybe share it with another pastor who you think um, might benefit from it um, in a loving way, of course. And uh, if you think you might be interested in online coaching, somebody to, to kind of uh, help you uh, figure out what to do and help you stick to it, uh, 251-635-8055. That's my number. Uh, shoot me a text. We'll set up a time to call. Um, yeah. Hope you have a good day. Hope you enjoyed this episode.